following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Andrew, I you told me that you were just, just scrolling through Instagram and you were just getting really bored. I, you know what I was? It's just that simple scrolling. Didn't really have anything to do. So just scroll, 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 scroll all the way through. And then, I don't know, something just hit me that I just want to know more interesting facts about history in world history and history in America. But I just don't know where to find fun, interesting facts about it. Andrew, you are in such luck because I just discovered this new Instagram page and it is called The Amazing History with Harold. So make sure you go check that out on Instagram. uh, This guy, Harold Peebles, is like a historian, apparently, and he will post uh, just these great he'll take one thing like the first one that he did was about george washington and he'll just tell you all these amazing obviously completely true not made up whatsoever for comedic purposes facts about these different things in history uh american history or just a, hist- a world history pop culture history oh, man it's a fun follow andrew so i encourage you to go to the amazing history with harold check it out wherever you get your instagrams <laughs> That is so awesome. Now I can learn fun, interesting facts while scrolling through Instagram. I can't thank you enough, Johnny. You're welcome. And make sure what you tell your friends about this and you'll be the smartest kid at the ball when you bring up these amazing facts about our history. We're driving down the road and we're floating with disaster. That's right. That's right. Welcome to the Retro Active Sports Podcast. The only one you need for your retro sports fix. That's right. Well, unless you like, you really like it, then you probably want a bunch of different ones. But I promise you, I swear to you, I swear to Deller and Heart above that we're the best retro sports podcast that has two guys, one named Johnny, that's me, and the other named Andrew, that's him. That is true. That is I got, I got, I got to agree with it, and not just because I'm a co-host on this podcast. It just, it just makes sense. Yeah, I defy you, anyone out there, to find another podcast that meets those said requirements. And if you do, just, just don't tell us. We would rather not know at all. Ignorance is truly bliss, which is uh, how I live my life: be completely ignorant but happy. <laughs> how you got to do it? That's how you yeah. got to do it sometimes. And I'm very excited to for today's topic. Uh, when you uh, brought this idea of the show to me, Andrew, this was one of the topics that immediately came to my head because was, it doesn't get talked about often. No, it, it doesn't. And it was such a huge explosion of popularity. Yeah, in the 90s, this is just such a fast-growing sport, and especially for us Southern gentle people like myself, this thing was... Obviously, very, very huge for us. My dad was into it, so of course they got me into it. We're obviously talking about 1990s era NASCAR. Yes, I knew, I knew it was huge when even up north in New York, people were opening up just NASCAR like theme stores. That's all. Yes, and that's when I was like, "Wow, this is big." My uncle i would say got my mother and i into it but he's always kind of 
he's always either dragged race or anything like that. He, he's always been a car guy. Yeah. So for him, it was nothing. But then when you start seeing everything and then all of a sudden you start choosing a favorite driver and yeah. choosing a driver that you hate, Jeff Gordon. Uh, <laughs> I think everybody hated either Jeff Gordon was the either the your favorite or he was the biggest villain. You know, there, there's no in between for Gordon. Yeah, I couldn't stand Jeff Gordon, but I just thought it was like a cool thing. I mean, it was one of those after a while, it became a like a good nap thing and you watched it. it for me, it was like my evolution into hockey. I didn't really grow up with hockey, but it started as a kid like, oh, man, these guys can beat the crap on each other. Like now yeah. there's a chance that somebody's going to get into a rock. Yeah. Destroyed. And then it turned into the actual like wow there's some definite skill that has to go into driving this machine controlling this machine yeah knowing when to pit when not to pit i mean obviously yeah. you have the- when not to turn right yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it, which is it, most of the time <laughs> it became one of the it became a novelty thing to watch on tv i'm trying to think what i watch now as a novelty if most likely it's cricket but even if i've evolved into enjoying cricket a lot cricket's a great sport uh, oh, it's it's a very interesting one, but I just don't. But you're onto something here because my dad is a car guy, but I am not. Like I couldn't tell you anything in a motor, like what's what in a motor besides the battery. I and uh, I couldn't fix one for anything. I could jump a car off. Uh, that's about as far as my mechanical skills go. And put obviously put gas in. But other yeah. than that, you're asking for a lot when you're talking to me about a car. But NASCAR just clicked for me as a kid because you had all these colorful cars and paint jobs on these cars and then the drivers all seemed to have a personality you know it, it was it, it was just my dad was well still i would say still is but you know obviously that guy's retired now but big mark martin guy right and so my favorite driver of course was mark martin that fold you like i can tell you that uh i watched mark martin from the folgers car to the Vaveline car, to the Viagra car. Uh, it was really hard to keep up with them then. <laughs> and uh, even uh, the Winn-Dixie car, which a lot of people don't even realize. Uh, he drove the Winn-Dixie car. And that was my first job as a uh, as a teenager was at a Winn-Dixie grocery store. And uh, just so many members. I even collected the diecast cars. The Hot Wheels. Uh, no, it wasn't Hot Wheels. Racing Champions did them. They were like, the, they'd put out the replica of the cars, you know, but they're the size of the Hot Wheels. And I had a bunch of those and I would, I would create races and stuff with those things as a kid. Uh, some of my favorite memories with my dad is when he, uh, this one time he took me to Darlington, which they don't even do that one anymore. And uh, they, they had a big racetrack down there. And some of dad's friends at work got tickets, a bunch of tickets. And I was able to go and dad took me with them. And it was such a great time. Uh, loud, by the way, really loud. So I've actually went to a couple races growing up, and I don't live too far from, uh, well, it's not really little, but uh, a town called Hickory, of all places, is the name of it. And they have a very famous speedway. It's a super small track called the Hickory Motor Speedway. But a lot of NASCAR guys growing up came through there. Uh, our biggest claim to fame in Hickory is the fact that uh, one Del Jarrett is from Hickory. And I've actually seen him around quite a few times uh, a lot of my close friends when I was in high school actually went to uh, the high school that his daughter went to, if it makes any sense. And so actually when they would, uh, when I would go to those basketball games, he would be there sometimes and I'd actually see him a few times, never actually talked to him or anything like that. But uh, yeah, so uh, NASCAR is kind of 
in my soul. Now, if you ask me anything about today's NASCAR, I couldn't tell you. I can't tell you. I can't tell you a driver. I'm in the same boat as you. I can't tell you a driver today. It's got to be at least a good probably 20 years since I've watched a race. I would say 15 since I watched a race. I think last time I even like checked anything out, Dale Jr. Yeah. Who was I think he's retired now. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. When yep. Jimmy Johnson in the Lowe's car was big. I it's been since I actually purposely watched the race. I mean, I've caught them like bits and pieces just flipping through channels, but when I it's probably been easily 10, 15 years for me too that I actually sat down to purposely watch one. It kinda when all the guys that I watched sort of started aging out of it, that kind of just you know, you just that just happens sometimes. You kinda I aged out of it when they did, in a way. So when basically when Mark Martin and and Dell Jr. and and uh, even Jeff Gordon, uh, when all these guys kind of retired and slowly uh, not racing anymore, that sort of dropped the interest for me too. Because these are the guys that I always was like, I want to see what these people are doing, right? Like if yeah. I can't see, if I can't see uh, Rusty Wallace anymore, what's the point? I Andrew? love Rusty. That's my guy. Miller <laughs> Genuine Draft Car. Then went into the Miller Light Car. Had a Rusty Wallace. Miller genuine draft pitcher in my room as a kid. <laughs> and then I had a t-shirt and I mean, not everybody was in the NASCAR. Yeah. I wore my rusty Wallace t-shirt proudly and my nickname became rusty just because I wore that rusty Wallace t-shirt. But oh, I had, I had multiple I, Mark Martin t-shirts. I, I, one of my biggest thrills about nineties NASCAR was when starting, cause I love starting lineup. Like, yes, yeah. Cannot, yeah. cannot put this out there enough. Starting lineups are amazing. But when starting lineups started making NASCAR, I remember this. Yeah. There's, and at first, you're like, how are they going to do this? But they did it very nice, like them at, at uh, you know, the winning circle or anything like that. And so that was really a clicking moment. And then I also collected the NASCAR upper deck cards. And that's when I learned. I had some of those too. Yeah. One of the greatest names in sports history in Dick Trickle. You will never be able to top Dick Trickle, right? Unless you're unless you're getting on top, I guess. <laughs> but you can't that's a very difficult name to to be better than. That's the name I always think of when people are like, Hey, what's a funny sports guy's name? It's always Dick Trickle, always always uh, is there. There was a guy that played for the Denver Broncos and his name was Fair Hooker. I remember telling me that. So I would now that's a that's, that's a law. That's a law firm I'd go to. <laughs> Fair yeah. Hooker and Dick Trickle, <laughs> Esquire, would, whatever they're called. That would be a fun episode. Fun sports names. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's just. Uh, I mean, man. Well, I think we should start with. Let's start with some of the big names. I mean, the biggest name I think would be Dale Earnhardt, right? Yeah, actually, what do we have here? Uh, Bleacher Report did a ranking. Of the oh. top 10 NASCAR drivers of the 1990s. Oh, let's do this. All right. We, now, of course, now we go to the 90s. Remember, we're leaving out like Richard Petty because he's yeah. already kind of fading here and he's still the king, 200 wins, big deal. So, a lot of your people before that, or, you know, because NASCAR, I don't think a lot of people know this, has been around since like the 30s and 40s. So, it's been around for a long time. I mean, famously, it started from when the country was like no more alcohol and people in the South were like, <laughs> what's say about that, buddy? And uh, they would, kind of make their cars a little quicker just so the police because they knew they'd be running from the cops <laughs> and that's literally how nascar got started so because you know what happens Andrew, when you get a bunch of guys together and they got a bunch of cars 
Like, hey, my car's pretty fast. Yeah. It's not faster than mine. All right, let's see. And that's how it goes right there. That's that's the whole gist of it. Is that how the Hudson Hornet got started? It's one million percent. <laughs> <laughs> and you mentioned Richard Petty, and I got to say his son, Kyle. Kyle Petty's No Fear Racing. Favorite race. Greatest, yeah, greatest racing game of all time. Next to uh, right, uh, right underneath it, Bill Elliott's racing, of course, for the NES. But the... Uh, the, one other thing too, growing up, I have this very distinct memory of uh, a lot of Saturdays in the summer uh, when I was a kid. My parents would take me and my sister. We would kind of go around and drive around on Saturday mornings. So we're missing cartoons. That's the bad part. But the good part would be yard sales, right? Yes. And we'd have a lot of yard sales in the area. A lot of people would be out trying to sell their old stuff. And I have this very distinct memory of stopping this one house, and this person had like some old comic books, and they had this one of the story of Richard Petty in comic book form. And I got it. I, I think my parents paid like ten cents or something like that, some ridiculously small amount for it. And I read that thing so much it literally fell apart in my hands one time because <laughs> it had all the stuff from his very. He had a he had a very iconic career and very iconic cars too, really. And um, from the STP that everybody knows, to that long blue one, I forgot what they called the Plymouth something, and with the big wing on the back of it. Oh, and yeah. he had some very iconic crashes too. Man, what a wild career! But yeah, that's a very distinct memory I have. I was just looking at the honorable mention of uh, one of the guys, but we kind of already mentioned Bill Elliott. But I wasn't a big Elliott fan, and I was wondering, did you ever? not like a driver not just based on their personality but maybe based on what company they were sponsored by or the color scheme of their car i i will go one past that okay and to the make of the car because I, yes that was a big deal down here it's i, I don't today i could care less i've had uh over my life i've had cars from many different brands but my dad was a hardcore Still, I would, he still is, but he's kind of, he's not near as hardcore on it now, but Ford guy, right? Oh. So, of course, I was a Ford guy. And since Jeff Gordon was coming up, right? And he is this, he's this uh, young guy. He's winning all these races and he's driving a Chevrolet. Those are the worst things you could possibly do. See, my uncle was the opposite. He's a Chevy guy. Oh, Chevy. He can't stand a Ford, but he, he was uh, a Dale. A Dale Earnhardt senior guy. Yeah. See, my dad didn't like Dale Earnhardt, but he respected him because he felt like he was like a, he would just kind of, he felt like he was a, he had a cool nickname too. Yeah. The intimidator. That's a freaking great name, but I think it's part of it. Like his personality, whenever Dale talked, it didn't seem like he was fake. Like, I think that's no. who he was, you know, hundred percent. And my dad respected that. So, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, one of the reasons that I really love love NASCAR and it still holds a special place for me is my dad and I, and I have a very awesome dad, uh, very lucky in that aspect of who my parents are. But my dad and I are just very different people, personality wise, and a lot of stuff wouldn't connect. He would, he would, I'm going to put myself down, come down to my level. That's not what I mean. <laughs> Like he would play basketball with me, and then my dad could care less about basketball, but he knows I love it. And so my dad's very awesome. But uh, the one thing we both really did like was NASCAR, and that's we bonded up NASCAR and Quantum Leap. Those are two things <laughs> we really like. Two great things. Those they are, are two, two really, really things. great things. Yeah, <laughs> those are two really. really if we could combine the two, Andrew. <laughs> yes, 
quantum leaping NASCAR. <laughs> As he leaps from driver to driver. <laughs> who's going to win? We don't. Whichever one Sam is today, that's the one who's going to win on this bright, beautiful Sunday. <laughs> I mean, I would count down to when Daytona, the Daytona oh, that was, was going. That's a big deal. It's like usually around February to March right in there, if I'm thinking right. Mm-hmm. And that was always a big deal. And I knew that I was growing out of it when A, uh, EA stopped making the race, the NASCAR games. Yeah. I mean, that's those were a big deal for me. I always got those. And then uh, when they started like just saying, hey, we're not going to do these uh, iconic race races anymore. They like they stopped doing Darlington. That's the big one. I remember a couple of them in North Carolina. They stopped doing. So I was like, yeah, I'm kind of growing out of this. It was really sad. And I think it's the last sport to actually fly underneath the radar and be sponsored by a cigarette company. Yes. I was going to ask you too. Um, like my grandparents on both sides, like my grandma's on both sides, both like NASCAR. Uh-huh. And I'm going to give you two names. Like Bill Elliott's the easy one. That's one my yeah. one grandma really likes. She's a big Bill Elliott person. I'm going to give you a name that I guarantee you doesn't get talked about. And that is he drove the skull, the green skull car, Mr. Harry Gant. I don't that, even, that was I never even heard of him. That was my grandma Probst's favorite driver. She had so much Harry Gant stuff. Uh, one of the things I got when she passed away, because me and her were really close, uh, was the Harry Gant car she had, one of the Harry Gant cars she had. But that was also one of the other favorite things. It's just the new kids were doing these. They wouldn't put some of these sponsors on the cars. So we just have like the paint jobs and stuff. <laughs> Like you would never see like Rusty Wallace's would just say Wallace on it or something like that, but oh, it was in the it was in the Miller font or whatever the beer was. And Harry Gantz did the same thing. They wouldn't put Skull on Eric as a tobacco product. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even remember this guy. And I had I remember also have a very distinct memory of one of the uh, convenience stores close to our house had like a one room that was just them trying to sell NASCAR stuff. And I was very excited that day when I found the Dick Trickle Snickers car. <laughs> and my dad very nicely got it for me. So a... I had NASCAR memorabilia. I had Rusty. So I had a Dick Trickle. <laughs> Hope you got that checked out. <laughs> nope. Just let it just let it go. <laughs> I had the Rusty Wallace picture. Uh the shirt. I bought a Mark Martin model kit. Oh, I remember was, those, yeah. He was yeah. my second favorite. And a Tiger electronic handheld NASCAR game. Oh, man, I never had that. That would have been really cool. Yeah, I had that. So I got The only that. Tiger games I had was uh, Ninja Turtle 1 and what was the other one I had? I had like a, was it Sonic? I can't remember. It's one of those. But yeah, uh, man. All right, let's get to this uh, this list. Okay, so Gordian Bleacher Report. These are the top 10. Bill Elliott was an honorable mention. We talked about him. Well, I mean, that's wild that he's a top 10. I would think if this was the late 80s included, he would be in the top 10 because that's when he was kind of big. I mean, he had, again, he had his own video game. Yeah, that's what they pretty much said is that if he was bigger in the previous decade. And I think his son is pretty big in it now. Chase Elliott, I think it's his son. He's related to Bill Elliott somehow. That's one of the names I know, and it's purely because his last name's Elliott. Are you at the, I think we're at the age where a guy comes out and he has the same name as a as a person we remember. Do you get like you're like I wonder if that's so and so's son? Yeah, or yep, even 100%. in like even in any like sport. Basketball. 
you're yeah. like, I wonder if that so and so is yeah. or something like yeah. that. But basketball is really easy because there's a lot of juniors. <laughs> yes. Yes. I just Gary Payton. I bet you won't know who Gary Payton Jr.'s dad is. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> uh the next honorable mention is Ricky Rudd. I remember Ricky Rudd. I think he was the the tide car, if I'm yeah. thinking correctly. Yeah, so this is why I remember all this. Also, this is probably why to this day one of my favorite Tom Cruise movies is still Days of Thunder. <laughs> Rubbing his racing. Yeah, man. Yeah, number 10 tide car. Because it's not just a dick trickle. Sometimes it's a cold trickle. That is the <laughs> other honorable mention. Uh, number 10 was my mother's favorite driver, Terry Labonte of the Corn Flakes car there. Yes, yeah. There's a couple of bunnies who raced. There was Bobby. I remember Bobby, Terry. Uh, Terry. I think there was another one. I can't remember. I love it how we got to go through the, the Labontes. The Labonte lineage. <laughs> I guarantee you we're the only podcast that's done that. <laughs> Going through the Labonte lineage, lineage here. So, yeah, he was a top 10 driver. I didn't know he was called Texas Terry. I didn't either. I'm assuming that's where he's from. Uh, 11 wins and 139 top 10 finishes. This is a great sport, too, where it's in that mold of, like, golf where if you do win, it's absolutely amazing. But as long as you get top 10, you're still doing Yeah, good. top 10 still pretty, considering it's usually a field of like 40-plus cars. Yeah. That's pretty good. And there's usually a lot of accidents and all kinds of things can happen because it's not only a race about who's the fastest, but also some endurance is kind of put in there. Yeah. I always wondered how they peed, and then they showed, and I was like, yeah, I didn't need to know that. Yeah. Well, it makes I, sense. I mean, yeah. You just kind of let it, <laughs> you let your dick trickle. <laughs> Here's a guy I never even heard of, but he made the list. Died in '93 from a plane crash. Alan. Oh, Alan Kowicki. Alan Kowicki. There it is. Hooters car. I remember this. He was the Hooters car. Yeah, uh, he was a big. He yep. was really good, and he died young because he's in that plane crash. I have a very distinct memory of that too. Yeah, I never. That was. I think that's the only name when I was just kind of previewing the list that I did. It's pretty wild, you know. When you're a fan of a sport, you definitely remember. These deaths of people who are in the sport. Uh, I remember him and Davy Allison because yeah. I like because I like Davy Allison and I, when he died, I was really sad. Wasn't there two Wall Trips too, Michael and Bill? There's a Michael Wall Trip for sure. Mm. Uh, Bill Wall Trip. That sounds right. And I feel like there's another Wall Trip. There's just so many uh, right, Wall Trip lineage. Let's go. <laughs> uh, I could have swore there's a Bill Wall Trip NASCAR. There's Michael. There's another Wall Trip. Where's where does it say where the brothers are? Oh, Daryl, Daryl Walter. Daryl. That's the one I, could, I think he's the one always said boogity boogie, let's go racing, boys. Like it's what he would always say when he got put on commentary. Oh yeah, he worked <laughs> for Fox NASCAR. Yeah, this is uh this is the memories I have instead of things that's important. <laughs> like I remember Alan Kowicki drove the Hooters car. That's that's where my memory is. Well, in my defense, it was ninety three, so I'd be ten year old, and I was just discovering what Hooters were. <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> wow. He scored four wins. He just made 92 starts in the decade prior to his death. Scored. This is Alan Kowicki. He scored four uh, race wins and finished in the top 10 in 44 events. Wow. He had a future. Yeah. That's why it was such a big shock when that happened. I mean, that's a whole thing we could do. That's another episode. Maybe that's probably just not even for this show where uh, plane crashes that took away. some promising careers. I mean, heck, sports and and music right there. You can make a whole 
episode out of that. Sad. Yeah. Very sad. Very promising career. Uh, coming in at number seven is, I don't, I think this is a guy like Ricky Rudd where I never heard my NASCAR circle was small. Yeah. Other than uh, my mom, my uncle, and my aunt, and then the people at the NASCAR shop. But I've never heard anybody say anything really bad about Ricky Rudd and this guy in Ernie Urban. Ernie Urban was another one. He was my my uncle's favorite driver. Okay. Ernie Urban. Yeah. So. He liked Ernie Irvin. I think he kind of took over the the. Um, he was like a took took over Davy Allison's car after Davy died, I believe. Texaco. Like it was a Texaco car or something like yeah. it. Was like a it was like a black car, Texaco, I believe. One of my favorite things too they would do sometimes is it like these cars that you knew that were iconic on their paint jobs. They'd bring out like once in a while they do like a very special paint job. Yes, on these cars, and I always freaking loved that. I got very excited when wrestling with WCW got their own NASCAR. Was it Goldberg on there, even though he's rocked yes. in the ring? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he certainly was. Oh, yeah. Ernie Irvin like, lost his eyesight or something. I remember him getting into a nasty crash. It was either him or Ricky Rudd. Ricky Rudd, I think they both had really bad crashes. Where, uh, like, it looked like, like half of the car got ripped in half. And I was like, yeah. there's no way this guy is alive and yeah <laughs> and i was a young kid like teenage years and i was like there's no way and then all of a sudden they're like yeah he's got a broken ankle but so he'll be out for a while yeah i have a nascar is also one of those sports where you love the wrecks but you also hate them at the same time yeah because there's real obvious danger there i mean dylan hart died in one so it's not like they're there's no danger there and i have a very uh, I have a I keep I, I want to stop saying distinct memory, but I have another memory of uh, Mark Martin uh, being in a crash where his car kind of lost control and it drove into the grass and it was going really fast into a wall and that. like he's like that it was really bad, but luckily he came out of it okay. But it was very touch and go there because it was just such a horrific looking thing. I mean he's he was going I can I don't even know how fast, but that wall stopped him just dead stopped them. So everybody was really concerned. I have memory of that <clears throat> very much. So, and of course all these memories of cars flipping and stuff, that was always, that was always the wild ones. The the big one is what they always called these wrecks. Yeah. yeah. And you got to bring out the pace car. And again, oh, caution. Uh, yeah. Caution, throw caution to the wind. Uh, the, another memory I have too, <clears throat> is our big uh, amusement park in North Carolina is called Carowinds and it's in Charlotte. It's pretty big. And I think now it's Paramount Carowinds. But one of the rides they used to have, it's become many things since then, was the Days of Thunder ride. And you could get in it, and it would it was one of those, it was like a big theater surrounded you, and the seats and stuff would move and make you feel like you're there, that type of ride. And it would have the big one. Oh, <laughs> it would just... And you're driving through the big one. Like, you're dodging cars as they're flipping around you. And it was so freaking cool, Andrew. Like, I rode that. My parents got so annoyed with me because I just wanted to ride that one again and again. Because <laughs> I, I didn't like roller coasters. This is never were for me. But, man, you put me on that Days of Thunder ride, and I was a happy I was a happy boy. Got to race through the big one. Yeah. Uh, Number six is Davey Allison. We just kind of talked about Yeah, it. Yeah, that's another sad one. How did he, you... was re- he was really good, too. Yeah, ninety three, a helicopter. Yeah, jeez, sucks. Yeah, he had another promising career. Hundred and three starts in the nineties, scored thirteen wins and posted fifty one top ten finishes. Yeah, a definite legend in the making for sure. 
Sad. Uh, next one is Dale Jarrett. Johnny, yeah. seen him, but never yeah. talked to him. <laughs> I've seen him. Uh, I think I waved at him once. I don't remember. I was a teenager. <laughs> is this bus- mustache Dale Jarrett or not? Yes, it most certainly was. I remember. Oh, mustache. Was mustache Dale Jarrett? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When he's a little older, he was already retired by then. But, yeah. Quality. He was, was he UPS in the 90s or was he this quality care car? He also, I remember him from, he had a bunch of different ones. Because I also remember like an Interstate Batteries one, too, if I'm thinking right. Quality care. Mr. Dale Jarrett. See, that's another other favorite thing about these uh, EA NASCAR games. Like you could get, you could find a driver and then they would have multiple different paint jobs for their cars the- a lot of the times. And I was so, <laughs> it's just a little thing, Andrew. <laughs> made me so happy. Do you remember this game called NASCAR Rumble? No. Oh, God, Andrew. Okay. All right. I know what I'm going to have you uh, play. I want you to look into NASCAR Rumble. I have it. That's how much I love it. It's a PlayStation 1 game. And basically, it took NASCAR and all your drivers, but really, really made it arcadey. And think, uh, put NASCAR and like Cruising USA sort of together in a way. Oh, okay. And that's sort of what you get here. But I, it plays better than Cruising USA. It, it was really good. Uh, I promise you, and it still holds up because I still play it from time to time. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that because that's, I look through my Facebook memories and it's coming up like Retro Pop where you and uh, our Retro Bliss, uh, both Retro Pop and Retro Bliss, very good. But Retro Bliss, when you and Trevor did like outrun, like a racing game every yeah. other week, <laughs> it was like, okay, we were, and then after the, the last episode, you guys were like, yeah, we need to, we're, we're going to find something else. We're doing <laughs> no more outruns, no more cruising USA. Yeah. No more yeah. rad racer. No more, nothing. No more. Racing yeah. For a while. Uh, number <laughs> four is my man, Rusty Wallace. I, I have no idea what attracted me to watch Rusty Wallace and said, this is my guy. I don't know if it was the paint job of the car because that black Miller genuine draft car was pretty sweet there. Yes. Yeah, it was. He had a couple iconic looks on that car. Yeah, that was, that was, and didn't he also uh, become a commentator afterwards? I think, I think so. Yeah. I remember that too. And then he had the Miller light car, which was pretty cool. I'm trying to see. Yeah. I just remember him. It was all Miller. Probably why I drink Miller Lite to this day. Good job. <laughs> Good job, NASCAR. <laughs> uh, and I wondered why they don't put the, the some of the sponsors on those toy cars. <laughs> I, I did it. I'm an adult now. I can enjoy a reflourishing. Oh, yeah. Now, now it's no big deal. Yeah. yeah. But good job, NASCAR. I'm not smoking Winston cigarettes. There you go. Yeah. That's Ooh. the other thing, too, I've noticed is... They still, it's not racing champions who does it anymore, but they still make the NASCAR replica cars, but they're way more expensive now. I remember back, back in my day, they were like uh, two to $3 and now they're way more than that. What are they now? Cause in 2003, I see they switched the next cup. I'm just, I, now there's a sprint cup, but sprints no more. What is it called now? I'm looking monster energy NASCAR cup as a, 2017 man my what did that now it's just man. called the nascar cup series in 2020 and that's what it's just called nascar cup series what an evolution <laughs> that is yeah kevin harvick still races wow oh is he is he an owner he might be an owner now i was gonna say there's no way this guy still keeps on going i mean <sighs> There's all kinds of people who 
have kind of come in and they're still involved with it somehow. I'm going to do that when we're done. I'm going to go the, the past champions and we're going to go until you can, until one of us, until we both actually remember a guy. Okay. I like that. That's, good. I'm that's, gonna a, go great, from that's a great way to end this episode. 2022 on. Yeah, I like that. Coming in at number three is the Townsend family racer in Mark Martin. That's my guy. Mark Martin, ride and die all the way. That was our guy. We always rooted for him. He was the Charles Barkley of the of NASCAR in that he was so good, and but he came in second place all the time in the championship points. He would always get a top three in the championship points, and he never won it. And he got so close a couple of times, and he just never got to win it. So he's one of those, in my opinion, who's, if you ever did a thing of athletes who were really, really good and you would consider legends but never actually won the big one, he's he's my top one for sure in that, just because he was always right there. And I remember being a heartbroken little kid when he finished second. I think only lost, but like it was a, such a ridiculous small amount of points in the points race, and I was just so heartbroken about it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he only he won 30 races in the decade, uh, 217 top 10 finishes, and 151 top five. Uh, yeah, and he had an impressive career. Number two is the Intimidator, Dale Earnhardt. Uh, How's he not number one? Is Jeff? It's gonna be Gordon I, number one then, right? I'm, yeah, because I think they're going by more of stats. That's gotta be it. Yeah, but if you're gonna go stat popularity. It, it, you gotta go. I would go with Earnhardt. I think these are the definite top three. I wouldn't argue with these three being the top three. I think, in fairness, despite my huge fandom, Mark Martin would be third. But of yeah. these, of the other two, I would agree with you. I would put Gordon second, and I would put uh, Earnhardt first for sure because he's most certainly he's kind of like the face of NASCAR, really. Yeah, because Earnhardt. I'm trying to. Well, think. good lord, he was so popular they still like even after he passed away they were making like made for tv movies about him i think i mean didn't espn make a movie about him i think yeah i think earnhardt and i hope nobody takes this the wrong way earnhardt was like the man's man like yeah yeah you know like this was the guy with the sunglasses he just used cool yes he was he was the swag guy yes yes he was the Allen Iverson of NASCAR in a way. Like I am yes. not changing for anybody. You can make rules. You can do whatever. Who he want. who he was and how he carried himself became a style. Yes. Yeah. And same way that, that Allen Iverson did. That's, yes. Yeah. Like this is me. You're gonna love it or you're gonna leave it. Yeah. But and I, I don't feel, care either way. <laughs> I feel Jeff Gordon was more PR. Let me say the right thing all the time. Yeah, he, he was way. He, he was way everybody. more. Here's how it is. Here's how you would explain it. Uh, Jeff Gordon, Superman, right? Yeah. Dale Earnhardt, Batman. Oh, that's perfect. Yes. Yes. That's both are incredibly, really good, very talented. Obviously, and meant a lot to the sport. But that's how they're both kind of perceived. Is uh, you know, Jeff Gordon's the Boy Scout, so to say, and Dale Earnhardt's the one who is all about. Hey, I'm going to get this win one way or the other. Yep. Yeah, um, and here's a really funny thing, too, as I got older, because I had this deep hatred of Jeff Gordon, and I have this memory, because I'm in North Carolina, a lot of the NASCAR guys had their homes here at one time, some still do, and they would have their team's headquarters in North Carolina as well, so it was nothing to see uh, on the interstate, see like a, one of the 
big truck transporters. It was always really cool for a little kid, me. But I'd see a lot of their like they have a race. You would see them the truck driving the car out there. You know, the trucks were just as colorful as the cars were. Mm-hmm. They were always really cool to see. But I have a very distinct memory of the moment I discovered that Jeff Gordon was actually a pretty good guy as a person, and like he would because he actually does a lot, and he doesn't go around saying he does it but he does a lot of charity stuff and gives back to the community and in north carolina quite a lot and i was like oh man i almost hated to find that out because like i can't hate this guy now <laughs> I, like how do i hate him it reminds yeah. me of that have you ever seen forgetting sarah marshall yes yeah i love it when her ex-boyfriend is in the water with her new boyfriend and uh-huh. talk and he's like damn it I just want to hate you but it's so hard <laughs> yes. don't make it easy <laughs> Yeah, it's the same. Thing. You ever had that? I've oh, had it I with a couple of time with that. I've had it with a couple of athletes. Like I'll find out. Like yeah. I don't like this guy. And then I had that same thing with Kobe Bryant. Oh, this is well before oh. he passed away. I mean, I had it just because I'm a Charlotte Hornets guy, and he was technically drafted by us. But you know, they put out this thing that he would never would want to play for us. So I was like, man, who, who does this guy think he is? You know, it's how the kind of thing I was. And on top of that, he ended up being obviously very, very good. And I got even more mad about it. But then I found out like all these players were talking about how good he is and how like he would you know he'd actually kind of would give back and all this stuff and all the things he did for his community especially when it came to like uh kids sports and stuff like that and i was like i can't hate this guy (laughs) that's one of the worst things we did discover that these people are actually honestly most of the athletes that you hate i guarantee you have actually they're actually pretty decent people for the most part i can't stand josh allen but yet every time he takes off running i'm like oh don't hurt your knees come on guy don't don't get knees. and yeah. i hate the bills and i should be like oh i hope your knees get shredded i'm like okay don't don't no 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 even i'm there like no don't run yeah. don't run oh, oh they're gonna hit your knee oh, okay, well, okay i wouldn't worry about this coming year because the the jets are going to be the team oh i saw that headline that's the only reason i'm saying that <laughs> <laughs> all right are you ready? Let's do this. Ask our winners. And I'm going from 2022. On. All right. And let's be completely honest. If we, not if you've just really heard, but if you know anything about these people. Okay. Joey Logano. I have no idea. I've heard, I've heard, him. I've heard the name. I couldn't tell you the car he drove or anything like that. I have no idea. Kyle Larson. I had never even heard the name. Was the first name Kyle? Kyle. I just, Honestly, when you say Larson, I think far side. <laughs> All right. Uh, 2020, you mentioned Chase Elliott. I had no idea who the hell he was until this point. So, <laughs> oh, again, I only know him because of who his dad is. And, I, and when we do this for the record, we're not putting any of these people down. This is way more us saying that we've aged out of it. <laughs> Kyle Bush, I've heard of him. All right. So the Bush brothers, there's a Kyle and a Kurt. And the reason I know them is A, when Bill Elliott retired, my grandma became a big fan of the of uh, Kurt Busch, I think it was. It's the one. No, it's Kyle because he drove the M&M's car. And the other reason is one of my really good pals, we always called him Rock, but he went. He was a big NASCAR guy. And one time he actually brought me and my buddy Derek, who you may know if you listen to Retro Bliss, and to a race at Bristol. It's like a very famous racetrack in Tennessee. And he actually is was in really good with the bush brothers and i got to meet them because of that oh that's all literally that's that's why i could tell you about about them is just because of that but mm-hmm. i didn't know like as i if i would have guessed though they both would have retired well before then <laughs> but 
I didn't know what kind of car he drove. So <laughs> one's uh, one was M and M's for sure. I remember that yeah. car distinctly. Kyle was M and M. Joey Logano in 2018. Uh, 2017 is Mark Trucks Jr. I think it's Truex. Truex. And I only know that. Uh, I know the name, but I couldn't tell you the car or anything like that. For me, I already know who this person was, and I even mentioned Lowe's car is Jimmy Johnson in 2016. Yeah, he was big there for a while. He won quite a lot of stuff, I think. Yeah, I think that's the that's the first one that I remember, 2016. <laughs> Which is eight years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, geez, was that? It was only eight? Eight or nine around there, right? 16? Oh, There's yeah. 23 now? Oh, geez. I'm getting old. Yeah, eight, yeah. I don't yeah. want to brag, but I just counted it on my fingers. <laughs> 2014's Kyle Bush. Okay, that's the one I know again because of the Bush brothers. Kevin Harvick, I knew who he was in 2014. 13, Jimmy Johnson. This is where it's just going to be. Oh, uh, 2012 is Bert, or sorry, Brad. Kozowski. Yep, I was going to say Polish last yeah. name. <laughs> That's how we do it. That's how we do it where I'm from. This is the guy that I was thinking of. 2011, Tony Stewart. Isn't he the guy that like killed somebody on a track and he like walked yes. top three? Yes. Yes. See, uh, uh, it was it was an accident in fairness, but somebody like he ran over somebody, I think. Yeah. I believe I'm thinking right. All right. So I'm going to uh, top you one better. Yep. I found uh, The Athletic, which is a big sports website, for this upcoming season, 2023, the top driver rankings. And I'm going to go through them pretty fast because something tells me we're not going to know any of these. Well, I was going to try to do that, but the, the they want me to pay for it, and I ain't going to do it. That's We all know how we handle paying for things. <laughs> yeah, good or Patreon, so I can look at this stupid article. I, 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 I kind of look at it. I'll give you some of the top names. All right. Uh, Kyle Larson, like you said, who we didn't know. Yep. Uh, Christopher Bell, no idea, no clue. This name I do know, Denny Hamlin. I think he's been around for a while. He drove. Why do I want to feel like Dan Marino had a car? And that became my. I, he did, didn't like, he? I think he did. Yeah, it was number 13, and it was that Aqua and Teal. And I remember that became like my third favorite driver. Oh, I found an even better one from NASCAR.com itself. The current top 25 projected teams or drivers. All right. No, uh, Noah Gragson. Never heard of them. I no. Justin Haley. No. Nope. No. Uh Eric Alamirola. I'm saying that last name wrong and I apologize. AJ Alamendinger. Nope. <laughs> I feel like I'm making names up. You know, when uh when a uh a, a video game would do like a college sport and they would just make all these names up. That's what yes. I feel like I'm doing here. <laughs> uh Chris Boucher. I think I've seen that name before. Here's Brad Kilosowski is still in it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Austin Dillon, I have heard of. Never heard of him. But I couldn't tell you, like, the cars or anything, even these people. Bubba Wallace, I know for sure, because all the controversy and stuff. He's the McDonald's yeah. car. That's a name I know. And I also know that because, of, again, I'm bragging here, and this is why I'm waist deep in women throwing their underwear at me. Uh, I have the McDonald's app. <laughs> and it would all the time say, hey, if Bubba Wallace, there's another McDonald's driver, too. If they get, like, a top 10, we're going to... You can get a French fries for free or something like that. I have so always, 
I always sort of kind of pull it forward just so I can get some good French fries. Don't worry. I got the Whataburger app. So, well, you're already married. See, I'm a single guy. Oh, and that's why I like to brag about these things. So the ladies and, just come and pour it in. And I think everybody in Texas has the Whataburger app also. So, yeah, that, we don't even have a Whataburger here and I'm very jealous. But what I do have is a lot of ladies' phone numbers. I don't, I really don't. All right. Eric Jones is another one. Couldn't tell you. Alex Bowman. I'm sorry, Mr. Bowman. Don't know you. Austin Sindrick. Don't know. Chase Briscoe sounds like a wrestler to me. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's, there's that there's that Martin Trix Jr., uh, Kevin Harvick, no, Kyle Bush, Ron Blaney, don't know Daniel Suarez, don't know Tyler Reddick, don't know William Bryan or Byron, sorry William Byron, Denny Hamlin, that's the one that I recognized. Christopher Bell, Kyle Larson, Ross Chastain. Chase Elliott and Joey Logano. Oh, there was an actor in with the last name Chastain. I do believe. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, you did like Justine Chastain or something. I can't remember. There is. There is. Yeah, I know. There definitely is. But that's this is NASCAR is also one of those sports that I have such a love for it from the '90s that I really want to try to get into it again. But I don't know who my favorite driver would be. Like right now, it'd probably just be Chase Elliott, just based on the Elliott name, because my grandma. But, man, I really want one to see. Not only did my dad like Mark Martin, but anytime I see an interview with him or they would talk about him or just his his paint schemes on his cars and stuff, they just connected with me. I think, And I connected with him. So I think that's the number one thing that's different from NASCAR is you got to actually like the scheme and you got to like the driver. Yeah, it's a it's a full package deal there. You can't just go one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty wild. But uh, who were your favorite 90s NASCAR drivers? Yeah. Yeah. Let us let us know. You know, just we I got to do appreciation posts for NASCAR drivers. I got. Uh, I think so. Yeah. I gotta uh, Mark. I'm, I'm going to toss up Mark Martin there for that. I say Mark Martin or Rusty Wallace. Let's do both of those. The Jamal McGlure one. One's <laughs> like one like exactly what actually a little bit more than what I thought it was going to get. He got one like, uh, yeah. which in fairness is the number of times he was an all-star. So there you go. Yeah. Match so that makes sense. Up. I can't believe he only got one. Like it's like people didn't know about him. That's a really fun draft to go back to, by the way, the NBA, like, there's, he's one of the bigger names. <laughs> That's sad. In that That's draft. Sad. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening to us. We appreciate all you awesome peeps. Uh, it means a lot to Andrew and I, uh, yeah, uh, make sure if you like this, do you like other nostalgia related topics, not just sports? Make sure you check out the Nostalgia Funhouse as well. Yes, and uh, yeah, check us out Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And I think, Johnny, it's time to let the race begin. Yeah, gentlemen, start your engines.